Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Today, we're going to talk about how to avoid burnout, right? The fact is, a recent study from University of California shows that 50%, 50% of entrepreneurs will experience burnout. Now, that's a pretty crazy number when you think about it. One out of two people that are entrepreneurs will experience burnout. And I'm not surprised. And the reason why is because I have personally experienced burnout multiple times in my career. Now, I've been an entrepreneur for over 27 years. You know, I've had a lot of different businesses. You know, I've had a lot of ups and downs. But I'm going to tell you my personal story. So here's how it's going to work. First, I'm going to tell you my story of burnout as a freight broker and how it impacted me. And then I'm going to tell you how I turned it around, how you can, number one, avoid it. And or if you find yourself in burnout, you can dig your way out. All right. So that's what we're going to cover today. First, let's start with a quick story. Started my freight brokerage in 2003. I had no experience, but I was willing to work hard, right? I was willing to hustle. So in those days, I was working 12 to 14 hour days pretty much every day, right? Minus probably Sunday. And even then on Sunday, I was thinking about the business, right? So it was a 24 hour obsession for me, right? I was obsessed with making this business work. I was obsessed with learning this business and quickly ramping it up. And so I was working long days and nights and, you know, I'd wake up in the morning, I'd go to work. I'd come home, I'd get a, maybe a few hours sleep, and then I'd wake up and I'd do it all over again. And that first year of business, it really took a toll on me. It took a huge toll on me. The fact is I gained over 20 pounds of weight, right? I, I blew up. I wasn't taking care of myself, so I gained a lot of weight. Number two, I wasn't sleeping well. On a good night, I might have been getting four or five good hours of sleep, which just isn't sustainable. Number three, I had low energy, right? I had low energy, probably because of my sleep and my dietary habits and a lot of things I had going on, stress-related. And I was irritable, right? I was irritable. I became kind of miserable, even though I was really living my dream of having and growing a successful business, I became very irritable. And I noticed I would snap on people and I just had a lot of, I was irritable. Let's just put it that way, right? I think my wife would agree. And you got to understand, I, we were newlyweds at the time. I, I got married six days before I started my freight brokerage. So a lot of stress going on there. And that first year, you know, is was one of the times in my career that I can definitely tell you that I experienced burnout. And I realized that it was not sustainable. And so I'm going to share with you six things that I did. Six things, my funny green cast here. Six things that I did to turn it around, and maybe you can leverage some of these to help you if and when you experience this. Because remember, one out of two entrepreneurs are gonna experience this, so don't be surprised if you as a freight broker or freight agent, this doesn't apply to you. So lean in really quick. Number one, prioritize and delegate when possible. Now let me explain to you what I mean. Most new entrepreneurs walk into their office every day and they put together this big long to-do list of 15 or 20 or 30 different things they got to get done that day. And that becomes very overwhelming because day after day you will go home and in most cases, most of the things on the list aren't going to get done. It starts stacking on top of each other. And so what I realized is that not everything on that list was of equal value, right? It kind of goes back to the Pareto principle. So what I started to do 
was prioritize the things that had the highest impact. So I focused, started focusing on three to five tasks per day that are really important on that list. And that's what I would focus on. And the rest either was delegated or just wasn't going to get done because I wanted to focus on those core things, the most important activities that I needed to get done. So don't come in every day and try to slog through a list of 20 or 30 to do things on your to-do list it will burn you out. I promise you. Okay. Number two, as a big, big part of being a freight broker, freight agent startup sales and prospecting and outreach to prospects and customer outreach is going to be a huge part of what you need to do in order to start generating positive cash flow. So here's the reality. This is what I learned. Quality over quantity. Now, it's really kind of a hybrid. Both are important, but here's what I discovered. I think it's more valuable and more sustainable and more powerful to do 50, 60, 80 high quality calls or outreaches per day consistently than it is to try to slog through 150 or 200 or 250 low quality outreaches per day. So what you have to understand is that high volume sales outreach, especially when you're talking about phone sales, which is a lot of what brokers do, can definitely burn you out. Can you do it one day? Can you do it one week? Can you do it one month? Sure. But after a period of time, it really starts to burn you out because the fact is sales has a lot of negativity involved in it, right? You're hearing no more than you're hearing yes. So the reality, what I realized is that quality over quantity, I'd rather do 50 quality outreaches per day than 200 low quality outreaches. Again, that prospecting, if it's not sustainable, will burn you out. Number three, invest in a small team to share the responsibility. So what do I mean by that? Most brokers, when they first start, they're solo, just like I was. I was the first employee of my brokerage. And then eventually I started hiring a few people here and there. And the key here is to share the responsibility. So number one, when you hire them, you got to train them and then you have to delegate. You have to share that responsibility. So some of the things that I did were after hours dispatch, right? I shared that responsibility with my team. Weekend dispatch, I shared that responsibility with my team. Things that were not key or critically important for me to do that were on my to-do list, I delegated to my team. And I'm not talking about hiring five or 10 people. I'm talking about having one or two people in your corner to help you grow your business. Now, you may not be able to do that day one. You may not be able to do that week one. You may not be able to do that in your first couple months. But the fact is, once you start generating some positive cash flow, one of the most important things you can do is to create a team, to create some redundancy, to share the responsibility to try to create some sort of balance, right? You hear a lot about work-life balance, right? I'm gonna talk about that a little bit more at the end here. Number four, you have to learn to accept that you are going to make mistakes and you are gonna have some failures. You're gonna make some mistakes and you are going to fail. Maybe the business won't fail, but you're going to have small failures, small mistakes, and big obstacles along the way. That's just part of the journey. You have to accept that that is the norm. No one's out to get you. It's not why me. The fact is that's how business works. 
So you're going to have a bunch of obstacles. You're going to make some mistakes. And the more you know that up front, it'll create less stress on the back end because setting that expectation in your mind that that's what's going to happen will take the sting out of it. The reality is it'll take the sting out of that. And so that's one of the things that I think is really important is understanding and accepting, getting your mindset around the fact that you're going to make mistakes. You're going to have some failures along the way. But long-term, if you create a sustainable system, something that doesn't, where burnout doesn't drive you out of the business or cause you to make huge mistakes that force you to lose your business, you can succeed over time, okay? It's a marathon, not a sprint, okay? Number five, you need to learn to recognize warning signs of burnout. Now, I described to you some of the things that happened to me during burnout. Number one, I gained a bunch of weight. Number two, I had low energy. Number three, I was irritable right? So a lot of those things, right, were the, were the signs that my body was telling me that I was stressed, burned out, overworked, and that long-term it wasn't going to be sustainable. And so the reality is you have to recognize those signs. Now, the signs might be slightly different with you, but the reality is those are very common. Gaining weight, irritability, not getting a lot of sleep, low energy, right? Those sorts of things you have to recognize. And if you don't recognize them, maybe the people around you will. So the reality is you got to recognize those signals and then you have to take action. Okay. And then number six, you have to, you got to lean in on this one. Okay. Now you have to manage your energy more efficiently. Now, what do I mean by managing your energy more efficiently? Well, I'm not a health coach. I'm not a personal trainer. I'm not some dietitian. Okay. I like cheesecake and chocolate just as, and pizza and wings just as much as the next person. Okay. But the reality is what you have to understand there are three very key components to managing your energy, right? So that you have sustainability within your life and business. Number one is working out. Uh, it doesn't mean you don't have to go to the gym and pump weights, right? You don't need to do that. Working out can be walking. It can be treadmill. It can be a hobby sport, whatever the case may be, but you need to get some sort of physical activity that will raise your energy level, believe it or not. Secondly, you need to eat better, right? I'm not saying that you can't have pizza. I'm not saying you got to go on some starvation diet. I'm not saying you got to do paleo or ketosis or whatever these fads are. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you got to try to eat a little healthier. Try to avoid fast foods as much as you can, right? Try not to eat late at night. Try to have a little bit of a balance, right? So you don't need to go overboard, but eat a more balanced diet, okay? That's number two. And number three, one of the ones that is really, really, uh, I've noticed in my career and even with friends and family around me is the importance of sleep. You've got to get quality sleep. Four or five hours a night will work for maybe a few days, maybe even a few weeks. But the reality is, is that long-term, your brain and body don't have the time to recover. So you need to get at least six, seven, but ideally eight hours of sleep per day, right? On average. So you've got to sleep. That means going to bed a little bit earlier, 
That means giving yourself time to recover because sleep is one of those times where our bodies are, are actually recovering. That's what sleep is for. Your brain and your body are recovering from the previous day and weeks and months of activities, right? So those are the six tips, right? Those are the six tips I wanted to share with you. What I want you to understand and I want you to consider, hold tight here because this is really important. You hear a lot about work-life balance, right? And here's the reality as I see it, my personal opinion. I do not believe that there is such a thing as perfect work-life balance. I just don't think it exists. If you're an entrepreneur, especially if you're a startup entrepreneur, I've tried, I've failed, I've tried, I've failed, I've seen others, I've talked to others, I've had coaching. I think that there is no such thing as a perfect work-life balance. But here's what I do think. I think there is a way to be more balanced, okay? As of startup, you need to be obsessed with your business. You need to be obsessed with learning. What happened during that first year in my business is I was able to compress time. Because I worked 12 or 14 hours a day, I didn't have any experience in the freight or logistics industry before I got started. So I was able to fold time and make things progress very quickly. That's why we're able to do over a million dollars our first year and 3 million and 6 million and 12 million. And you know, by the time I sold that business, we had done over $200 million as a freight brokerage. So what I'm telling you is perfection is unattainable, but you can use some of these tips. You can use some of these strategies, use some of these concepts to attain better work-life balance. You can't just work 14 hours a day and ignore your health. You can't just work 14 hours a day and ignore your relationships and your family. You can't just work 14 hours a day and ignore everything else. That's what I tried to do. And I realized it was not sustainable. So I promise you, it won't be sustainable for you. I put this training together because I wanted you to understand and have these tools in advance, okay? So I want to thank you guys for joining me. If you are curious about becoming a freight broker or a freight agent, and you're looking for some guidance, you're looking for some help, check out FreightBrokerBootCamp.com. We've trained over 10,000 students, been in business well over a decade. I've personally done over $200 million as a freight broker. And we offer a 60-day, 100% unconditional money-back guarantee if for any reason you're not happy with the training. Truly appreciate you guys being here. Have an awesome day. And I'll see you next week on another Freight Broker Bootcamp Live. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.